Hey guys, and welcome back to the Pennies to Pounds podcast with your host, Kia. And this is the podcast where we aim to dispel your myths, simplify difficult financial jargon, and rectify your own personal problem. Welcome to episode two of a brand new series that we started called Behind the Creator. And this series is where we have amazing people who have started platforms, brands, or just cool people in general, and we get behind the nitty gritty as to how and why they started. So if you watched episode one, you know that we had Amma, who was the founder of Plant Made, an amazing wellness company that has made, I think, about over 10 million pounds now, and have only been live for about two years. So if you're interested in that, that's the last episode. But this episode, we've got a banger for you. And I'm excited for this guest, right? Not only are they an incredible content creator, you may have seen them with their amazing edits. I'm not going to say too much, but you may have seen them on your For You page or on your Instagram reels, but they're also a dear friend of mine. So I'm really excited to have them on. Guest, who are you? <laughs> hey guys, it's Leonie Joyce. Whoop, 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 <laughs> Can I just whoop. say, you didn't tell me this was episode two. Two is my favorite number. Oh, I always forget this. Oh, gosh. Here we go again. Oh, guys. Leonie has this weird fascination with the number two. Tell them about your number two then. Do you know, okay, so most people's favorite numbers come from a very young age when you're forced to be like, what's your favorite number? It's the first even number. It's the first number that shares, you know, it's a nice number. And what, what was it? Remember, you told me about your whole fantasy that obviously is gone now, but tell everyone about that. And my mum will not let me forget <laughs> it. Because um, I really like the number two. Like, when was this? Maybe 2017. I calculated in 2022, on the 22nd of February, it will be a Tuesday. And I wanted to get married on that day in Tunisia. <laughs> Tunisia, yeah. you missed that part to me. Tunisia, no. I was going to carry tulips as well. Oh gosh, yeah. Of course, of course. So, are you married? I'm Can not. you put us out of misery? Definitely not married. Not <laughs> married. So we've let we've let that part of the dream go. Yeah, we have that. We but have. the twos are still very important to you. Well, you know, it's weird and wonderful, but you know, everyone's got the weird and wonderful quirks, and that is yours. But I want to get in to you. So, for everyone watching who has no idea. Unless they have no idea who you are, then you live under a rock. Like everyone has seen your stuff. But if someone has just come across you for the first time, who are you and what do you do? Okay. So as I said, Leonie Joyce, content creator. So I make fun dance videos with a hint of fashion, some music. Obviously you need music to dance to. Um, And really cool edits, I'd say. And I think the best way... Like whenever I say this to people, they're like, okay, it makes sense. Like I used to want to be a music video director, worked in that industry for a while, worked as a video editor for five years. And I just put it all together to make this and spread joy. That makes so much sense. (laughs) Now you told me about that. I'm like, ah, now you can kind of line it all up when you see your videos. That makes total sense. But talk to us, how did all of this come together? How did Leonie Joyce edits, as you've self-dubbed them, how did this all come to be? So I, I always say it's like a very like tangential journey. So as I said, I started out wanting to be a music video director. Prior to that, I actually wanted to be an accountant. Really? Finance, baby. Oh my gosh, you could have Like, no, I got accepted into uni. Aston wow. Uni was going to study, was it accounting and finance, finance or yeah. something like that. I even got into Manchester Uni. Yeah, and I did a BTEC, so a little bit of advice, guys. It doesn't matter whether you do A-levels or BTEC, you can still get into good unis. Um, But yeah, and then last minute I decided to do something I was passionate about because I started doing YouTube when I was 16, so about 14, 15 years ago now. That's a long time ago. Yeah, just for fun, like making videos with my friends, making vlogs before 
I knew there were vlogs and then dance videos and then I'd enter competitions and get like people in my sixth form involved making music videos. I was like, let me actually go down this path. Um, But I had to take a gap year because I'd never studied media or anything. It was all just a passion of my own. And then the Mobos had a competition where you had to make a video. And if you won, you got to go backstage. But the main thing I wanted is you got to work with a music video director um, so I ended up winning. You won? Yeah. Oh my gosh. When was this? What year was this? Oh my God. This was like maybe 2010, 2011. Wow. 2010, I think. Okay. Yes. I remember it was 2010 because I very much wanted to be at the Mobos in, maybe it was 2011. Either way, I didn't get to go there 10 years after to celebrate. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> fine. Fine. Um, but yeah, so I took my friend Ruth, who, you know, yep. we literally... Um, fun fact, guys, we're going on a red carpet event today with Kia. Yeah, so actually, let's, let's pause this story, okay? So remember where you are in a story. So I need to tell everyone what you put me through this morning. So right now, today, this is a Wednesday. And yesterday we decided, right, let's come and record this, blah, blah, because we went out for brunch. And that was, you know, and Leonie said to me, right, Kia, I have a screening for us to go to tomorrow of a brand new movie that's coming out with Idris Elba. Do you want to come? Do you know what am I going to do? Say no. Like, of course I'm going to come, right? Now this morning, this as in two hours ago, as in 10 a.m., she messages me like on a calm one. Oh, by the way, it's actually not a screening. It's a red carpet. I said, sorry. They're not even remotely the same. It was initially a screening. And then literally a few days ago, our manager was like to me, by the way, it's a premiere. Oh, they want you to go to the premiere now. Um, But I didn't see that until I saw somebody yesterday and they told me, but yeah. I can't believe it. So I'm here stressing out, but we'll have fun anyway. So you'll see it nonetheless. And we will walk down the red carpet. But at the Mobos, me and Ruth dashed down that red carpet. We ran so far. I was like, why are you taking my picture? Because back then I wanted to be behind the camera as opposed Mm -hmm. to in front of the camera. Um, And then the most exciting part after the Mobos, I got to go on the stage, accept my like Really? Yeah. Oh my God. And there were some cool people in the audience watching me, like um, Jermaine Jackson. Wow. Who is it? Travi McCoy. Michelle from Destiny's Child, who's my favorite Destiny's Child member. No slander to Michelle. (laughs) No slander. Um, Quite, yeah, it was crazy. Um, And then I got to work with the director, Luke Biggins, who actually passed away last year. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah. And then he went on to like teach me so much. He'd be like, you can always come down, help out on videos. I remember I got to work on like a DJ Ironic video back when he was He big. was good though. Yeah. He was big. And he was, it was with, I forgot the guy. Oh, this is really awkward. I've, but it was featuring someone else. But I got to help on that. I got to help on quite a few really fun videos. And then he taught me about like DSLR cameras. And this was back in, at this point, maybe 2010, 2011. This was when I always remember Chris Brown, Beautiful People. Yeah. That video was like shot with a Canon 7D. This was when that camera had just come out. Really? So this is what they were using to make music videos. So I was like, oh my God, DSLRs, I need to get one. So yeah, and he just helped me a lot. And then after that, I went on to film behind the scenes for artists. So I'd like um, reach out to a lot of people that got kicked off of X Factor, basically, knowing they're about to be touring schools or something like that and be like, let me film behind the scenes for you. So I filmed for like a group called Bellamy. They were on the same year as One Direction. I think, yeah, they got put together. So them, I toured with them. There was a group called New Bounce on Britain's Got Talent. They were like a young Jackson 5 type thing. 
I toured with them, filming for them, and then built up a portfolio and managed to get into uni off the back of that. Then I'm at uni, studied film and video, didn't enjoy the course as much, enjoyed the uni experience. The course was very theory and I wanted more practical, but while I was at uni, I was still getting to travel and tour and film anyway. So I was getting that experience. And then during that period of like my gap year, I stopped doing YouTube because I was like, I need to be taken seriously as a director. I can't be online shaking my foot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then whilst I was at uni, second year, my housemate was like, oh, I want to go try out for the dance team. And I was like, yeah, I'll come and support you. And the minute I got back in that studio, I was like, yeah, I'm not leaving. So I ended up joining the dance team, started my YouTube channel again. So I was like doing a bit of everything, left uni, worked for a music video production company, like interned there for a bit. And then they kept me on for a bit longer. But I remember having conversations with people, um, like a producer I knew that used to work with like Enrique Iglesias. um, And he was like, there's not money in music videos like there used to be. And I didn't want to lose my passion for music video because something I really enjoyed um, doing. And then while I was interning at the company as well, the music video production company, Looty Media, um, Actually, I remember the first video I ever worked on, I was translating um, contracts and it was, I thought it was a joke, but it was T.I. and Iggy Azalea. Really? Mediocre. That was the first thing I, I was like, oh my God. And it was directed, if I'm not mistaken, by Flex God Daps. Yeah, oh, really? And I think that was his first big video. Da- so we were both like working on the same thing for the first time. He has no idea who I am though, but <laughs> shout out <laughs> you. Um, And so I remember seeing this other director coming in and pitching continuously. And he had been in the game for a while, a bit older. And I could see him losing his soul, like just like getting turned down each and every time. And I was like, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to lose my passion for this all just for chasing money. I want to keep doing it for the love of it. Um, And then I met another director on set of a music video who was doing behind the scenes ended up working with him and like we filmed for like Tanache, Sean Mendes. Like we did, it was quite fun. I really enjoyed it. And then off the back of that, I ended up going into video editing, randomly bumped into a friend from primary school in Lidl. Shout out Lidl. Shout out everything. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get them brand yeah. <laughs> um, And she was like, oh, my brother's looking for a video editor, someone fresh out of uni. I was like, yeah, I'll meet with him and see. And it turns out the company, they're called TG. So they're the same people that made Tony and Guy and they have hair products like Bedhead okay, and Bedhead okay, yeah. So I was in their studios like editing and I learned a lot there and I really perfected my craft in editing. I was there for five years. Um, fast forward, I'm getting into Instagram more, posting pictures, met up with a friend called Wayney. You know Wayney? I know Wayney. She taught me how to like shoot pictures for Instagram and stuff. This was back in like 20... 16, 2017. And then I got more in social media and I thought, let me go into the realm of like social media executive. Um, so I started working for a company. I got the job the day lockdown was announced. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Everyone remember that day. I think it was like March mm. 20th. Yeah, 24th, something like that. Yeah. That. Maybe yeah, like yeah, 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 2020. Yeah. yeah, 2020. No, yeah. 2019. 2020. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 2020. <laughs> 2020 for sure. Um, and so, yeah. But I didn't like, the job was, they were making me go in during the pandemic. Yeah. When Boris and everyone told us to yeah. stay in our homes. 
mandatory. Yeah, they were like, and they said we're mandatory to come in. They were making me go in, and so during this lockdown, I was like, I want to make a video that goes viral. That's what I said. So I was trialing different things, and then one day I was like, okay, I'm gonna film two videos. One of them, do you watch uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta? You know when um, Phaedra's reading Kenya at the reunion? Do you know how how many times I've watched that video over and over? Because I can't even just deep how she did it. But yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. It's after, definite. Definite. (laughs) So I wanted to recreate that because I had a lot of dresses. And then I was like, also, oh, it'd be fun to try and do Beyonce Freakum dress. Um, And then, you know, this was the day of, what is it, Zoom? So I had like a Zoom quiz with my friends, like games night or whatever. And that ran longer. So I only had time to pick to do one video. So I was like, okay, let me just do Freakum Dress. So I film it, I'm editing it. I post it at like, I wasn't even, I didn't care about the time. I just posted it was like 6 p.m. Post it on my Instagram, post it to Twitter. And then I remember I was having a heart to heart with my sister. So when I'm talking to people, I put my phone away. I go to look at my phone and the thing, it was blowing up like, I've never seen that many notifications on my Twitter. It was crazy. That's it was insane. just like, and I was like, oh my, I went to bed. I, I was just laughing. It was crazy. And so that was the start of the Leonie Joyce edit, like everything just like marrying together, I guess you could say. And I was like, let me keep going. Let me keep, keep doing it. But I was still having to go into work. So I'd go to work on the way home from work, choreographing dances in my head by making notes get home, eat dinner, film the video. And then it will take me like eight hours to edit. So then I'm not going to bed till like four, 5 a.m. Napping, waking up, going to work, do it. Because I knew I had to keep it consistent because people were like sold on this now. So I was like, let me keep giving them videos like this. And then it started to really do well and take off. And then I was getting more and more unhappy where I was at work and they were making sly comments that I didn't quite like. Like, who is it? Janet Jackson reposted me. And I was excited about this. I told someone at work, um, bearing in mind, barely took lunch breaks, like took half an hour lunch breaks. I hear about people that edit videos on their lunch breaks. I'm not one of those people. Like when I'm at work, I'm there to do a job. Um, And I remember one time the guy was like, I don't know, maybe you're more focused on going viral with Janet Jackson videos than what. And I was just like, I'm. Oh, that's a bit uncalled for. Very uncalled for. And. The fact that I'm barely sleeping to make sure I'm here at work. I'm focused when I'm at work. I'm not doing anything else outside of this when I'm there. Um, So I was like, let me look for another job. Um, So I ended up deciding to quit where I was. And while I was looking for another job, I was like, I could get another job. Because the main reason I wanted to get another job, I was living with my sister. I needed to keep the lights on. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I could or... I could bet on myself, move home and just try and do this full time. And I wasn't making money. Like I'd only just hit 10K, which that was a big, big, like I loved it. It was such a highlight hitting 10K. Um, but, you know, you're not raking in the cash at 10K. Um, but I decided to do it. And yeah, it's been the best decision ever since. Oh my gosh. You know, I love hearing about people's <laughs> journey, especially yours, yeah. because you can literally see, it's like a puzzle. Mm. We can see how all the pieces are fit mm. together. Mm to create where you are now and the amazing videos that you, the quality of your videos, like you can see you put in so much effort. And I know that obviously I see the BTS, so I know that you put in loads of effort, but I think sometimes someone who's consuming your 
45 second video doesn't realise like I know you spent hours upon hours upon hours and you know I might have left your house at 10pm and you're still up 6am editing and I'm like this is insane but you can tell how much effort you put into it and that's what I love but you touched on it there so you hit 10k major milestone for anyone any creator will tell you hit 10k you're screaming right oh that I was exactly right (laughs) but now you have well and truly surpassed 10k Right, I think across you wouldn't have no better the exact number, but across all your socials, you're probably well, you're well over three hundred k. Yeah, probably nearer the four hundred k mark if you combine all your socials together. Would you say three fifty maybe? Three fifty, yes, yeah, not far four hundred k, right? Yeah. That's insane mm. for any creator. Mm. How would you say that you managed to amass this following mm. over time? Because obviously, like I said, your videos are amazing. Mm-hmm. You've been consistent. Was that your formula? Or did anything else happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk us through how you grew that following. Um, it's so annoying because everyone says it, but it's so true. Consistency definitely helped. And I guess having different pockets in different places. So like I said, I started out on YouTube. So there's some people that might see me and they remember me from my old dance videos back in the day. Like I won't say her name, but there is a big, um, Instagrammer who I looked up to and thought she's amazing, great dancer. And she was like, are you kidding me? I used to watch your videos back in the day. And I was like, what? And at the time, I felt a bit insecure about my dance. I wasn't doing as many dance videos. It was really nice. I always tell her it was so nice to hear from her. And it like pushed me to keep going. So there's that. There's I used to vlog quite a bit back on YouTube. And then even Twitter, as much as people say it's like a dark place or whatever, I do feel like I built a really good sense of community there. And they were really like pushing me when that first video went viral. And when they heard that somebody was trying to claim my video ideas as their own they were ready to go and be I like that, they, I think yeah. they said we ride at dawn or something <laughs> <laughs> twitter is the place oh my gosh the amount of times like google one laugh on that place oh, yeah oh crazy. No, it's so good but yeah and then obviously instagram building a following there and then tiktok which i didn't think would take off but it's probably my biggest platform i, must now. Say, I think yeah. it's the biggest platform yeah. but why would you not think that i think tiktok is the place for people to be themselves mm-hmm. and to be creative and you are both. So it makes sense that it's your biggest platform because people see your videos and say, this is sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is absolutely sick. So of course, it makes total sense. I think because in the beginning, I was fighting for my life just to get views on that. Is it? <laughs> Fair enough. The thing with the TikTok, until you figure out the algorithm and what people want from you, yeah. you're kind of just like, you, you know, you, you probably had it before you put make a video, so this is going to bang. Yeah. And you come back, 300 views, nothing. Like it's got nothing. It's yeah. like, this didn't do what I wanted it to do. Mm. And so you figure out your momentum and yeah. your style and then you mm. get it. But I want to ask you, doing that, like I said, having 350,000 people mm-hmm. following you and it's growing every day, mm-hmm. that means you're in a public eye, right? You go out, people recognise you, yeah. people love what you do and they admire you. Mm-hmm. But how is it being in the public eye, right? Because to all intents and purposes, you are an influencer mm-hmm. and you are somewhat of a celebrity. In You may not feel like it, right? But the moment you can step out and people come and approach you... Yeah. That is what happens to celebrities. Granted, you know, for some celebrities, it's on a massive global scale, but still nonetheless, influencers are classed as many celebrities. So how is it being in the public eye and, you know, you can't even go to Tesco's no more. Like if you go to Tesco, who's going to, someone catch you slipping? No, but literally, how how is it being in the public eye though? Um, I feel like I've had a nice, like slow pace and who knows where it's going to go from here. Like it could even take off even more, but it's been, as I said, like I started out on YouTube At one point I had a relationship that was a bit public on there. So people would come up to me about that. 
Um, I was known within the Ugandan community. I had a lot of support there. Like that's where I first started to build. So I've had, I got like a small taste in the beginning and it only just kept building up and building up. So it made it, um, it hasn't been as much of a shock to my system, but I will say it was a big jump from lockdown. Everybody that grew during lockdown, that was the weirdest thing to then come out. And cause I'm used to, if somebody's Ugandan, they're going to recognize me because Ugandan community is a bit smaller. So to have just random people, I'm like, oh, wow, these numbers are like actual faces. But it's also really nice because the main thing I want is to like make people happy, spread joy of my videos. So that's the best thing. When people say that to me, I'm like, it's a surreal feeling, I'd say. yeah. Oh, I love that. I think that's so nice because it is nice, isn't it? When people mm. can actually acknowledge even the hard work that you put into it, they yes. say, you know what? I love that. I guess it helps yeah. you to want to keep creating more yeah. and keep going on. Mm. So you mentioned earlier, you know, initially you bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. You left your job. You said, right, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to make it work. But, you know, the money wasn't coming in mm-hmm. per se, the beginning, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But obviously that was a while ago. It was about mm-hmm. two years ago, almost three years yeah. ago now, yeah. right? So what does that look like for you now? You work with brands, you know, you work some amazing brands, mm-hmm. but financially... How was that looking for you now? So now, um, a lot better. <laughs> good, Because <laughs> back then, the pressure. Was it was getting worse. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think sometimes I need to, I don't know if you feel this as well, like you need to take a step back and be like, actually, look, at this is a big deal. Like I could get paid a certain amount a month and I'll be like, eh, it's nothing. Whereas back in the day, that would be a lot of money to earn in the month and I'd be thanking the Lord. And now I'm looking at it like it's nothing. I have to remind myself like this is, be very thankful for where you are. And I have to always take a step back and remember that. Like even being able to afford to live out by myself. Like I was struggling just to live with my sister and the rent was cheap where we were. Like it was (laughs) compared to what I'm paying now. Um, And being able to do that comfortably. I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall and be like, because there was a period back when I wasn't earning much and I was living at home. I had to borrow money from my younger brother. That is a very humbling experience. Um, so to be where I am now and I've ne- I've not had to borrow money since, I've paid everything comfortably, living a very comfortable, I'm, yeah, very thankful. Oh, I yeah. love that. It's nice to see that progression and see, because sometimes when you're in it, you feel like it's never going to change. Even, even in your head, you're like, I'm just going to keep pushing forward. You're yeah. like, when is this going to change? Yeah. Please just change yeah. my fate and my destiny. Yeah. So when it comes, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually here. Like I said, you sit back and relax mm. and reflect on where you've come from. Yeah. What has been, obviously again, you can give us approximates, estimates, but what has been the largest amount to date that you've gotten from like a brand deal or doing any kind of work that you do right now? Um, I'd say, so this year I made like a 30 before 30 list, like things I wanted to achieve. I'll be honest, I didn't achieve all of them, but I'm like, I'll give myself to the end of the year to achieve the rest. But one of the things on the list is I wanted to secure a five figure deal. Um, So I think I managed to do that in like February, but it was like a, Five-figure deal, like, yeah, we made it just over that mark. But then, like, a couple months later, I got a five-figure five deal. deal. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for you, yeah. When you, when you hit that solid, you're yeah. like, yeah, now I've got it. Yeah, yeah. I've got it. Wow, that, so that's, you're doing well. Yes, yes. Essentially, people, yeah. no, but it's a good thing. It means that people and brands like what you're doing. Yes, yeah. So that is obviously a good thing. Pivoting back to something you touched on earlier, mm. you mentioned that you had a very public relationship mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yes. So... 
I want to ask you, how is it being a public eye and having relationships, dating, have you found issues with that? You know, sometimes you, you see people online, influencers, celebrities talking about, they don't know if people will come into them because of who they are and what they've got or for them. You know, have you had that issue? What does that look like for you? Um, I feel like I've been blessed with, what is it, discernment? So yeah. I can tell who's here for the right reasons. I'd say an example of it working in my favour I remember I was at um, DLT. Shout out to DLT. Um, you just shout at anyone just in case. She's like, shout out everyone. I've got you. <laughs> um, shout out Kia. No, <laughs> um, and I remember. So this is also interesting like to see that it's not only girls maybe that watch my video. There was this guy that came up to me at DLT. He's like, oh my God, I'm trying to tell my boys about your videos and explain them how sick they are and they don't get it. Come and show them, come and show them. I was like, okay, well. So I went over and showed them my videos and then like towards the end, one of the people that was there um, that I was showing the video to one of his friends and they were approaching me. We ended up dating um, and it was a great experience. Wow. Yeah. See, you never know. Yeah. You never know where yeah. life's going to come from, do yeah. you? <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. So you've never really had, it hasn't really affected you per se. No, I, not really. No, there, there are some people I might be weary of. I'll be honest. I don't see myself, never say never, but I don't really want to date creatives that's not really my type and I don't want that whole not to say that that will be the case but say if there's comparisons competition mm. you could be somewhere and maybe they might get envious or they could be somewhere you have to be happy with for them you're not happy where you are and I don't want to ever question are you only with me because of this so I Jesus. more like a I like, I'm, I'm just, a finance babe I like finance ooh. guys tech guys men okay. in tech hashtag shout out <laughs> <laughs> But anyone's watching, you only say, look, anyone who formed that hashtag, I'm here. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad it hasn't affected, yeah. you know, your dating life. I want to ask you a bit more of a harder question or serious question. Mm. Have you, across this whole journey of starting Leonie Joss edits mm. to where you are now, mm. ever had a point where you wanted to give up? Every day of my life. No, I'm just, <laughs> not oh, every day, but I think it's like you have to continuously be your own cheerleader there were many points when I'd moved back home. I'm like, right, um, how old was I then? Like 28, 29? I'm 29, 28, deciding to move back home into my parents' house to dance in my living room. On paper. When you say like that, do- <laughs> when you say like that, it sounds crazy. And my age mates are buying property, uh, getting engaged, having kids. and But you have to tell yourself, like, I just said, I feel like this is going to work out. I don't know when. I just have to believe in it. But there were many days even after that. And you just have to look at the little small wins and keep have them to like keep you going. So I'd have things that would happen. I'd be like, oh my God, yeah, happy. That will keep me for a few months. And then I doubt myself again, keep going. And then even people just coming up to me and saying, I really appreciate what you do. That honestly, that really, really helps to keep pushing, to keep, to keep going. going. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. So what's been your biggest achievements so far to date with your platform and everything you've built? Because you've had some incredible yeah. people, by the way, repost you, share you, put you up. Yeah. It feels like every week I'm seeing someone new. You know what I mean? When I saw Viola Davis, I said, oh my I God. I was like, so surprised by I that. You said, she might change her number now. Harder. I know. I said, she might change her number now. I can't get through to her anymore. Like, wow. But yeah, what's been your biggest achievement today? Um, can I give three? Of course you can. Okay. So the first one would be hitting 10K. 
that was because I was like pushing for that, pushing for that, pushing for that. So that was like a big, big moment. The second one would be um, there's a point where reels you could have your reel featured. Yes, I remember and, that. And I was seeing everybody getting, and I was like, I was fighting for my life for my reel to be featured. And it was pushing me to elevate more and more. And then that's when I started making the clothes fly and I was using green screen. The day it happened for me, so my reel got featured. It was just that breakthrough yeah. moment that, oh, there's no feeling like it. Like I remember I was so happy. And then Sweetie had reposted me that day. Then Steph Don like was reposted. It was just like, that was a big day. And then the big, big one that was on like my vision board for about two years was the shade room reposting me. That was massive. That was I crazy. That. Cause that I remember massive. they messaged you as well beforehand Obviously, and tell you they're going to post. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That's crazy. Um, it happened again, by the way, but then they didn't end up posting it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, I got, we, got once, one. So we got one. <laughs> That's crazy. So, this, so the yeah. shade room message you and say, by the way, we love your video. We're going to post it. Can we post it? Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And, they posted it. It was, and even just going through the comments was, cause you prepare yourself. You're like, be ready for some negative of comments. Course. Yeah. I couldn't see any. I think it was all positive. Like That's I didn't so see it. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. Those are some amazing achievements. Yeah, thank so you. So I hope you take that in yeah. sometimes <laughs> and just reflect on where you are, I honestly. Do, I do, yeah. Now, finally, to wrap up this episode, which has been amazing, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, if you had your time again, mm-hmm. would you still have gone down the same route and started creating, you know, your dress edits and creating these amazing videos that you've done to this point? Mm. Do you know, I always do think, like, sometimes I question, because I started YouTube so early on, I'm like, I wish I had was consistent because you look at some of the people like Patricia Bright, who started like a year or two after that, around that time and where she is now. But I am thankful for my journey because if I only did YouTube, I wouldn't have explored the music video route. I wouldn't have got into editing. And I feel like that's really helped make my content what it is. So I feel like my journey is the way it is for me to be who I am today and for the only Joyce edits to be what they are today. So now I, I would do exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. Love that. Leonie, thank you thank so much you. for coming <laughs> on to episode two of Behind the Creator. We have really gotten to know Leonie. So tell everyone, whether they're listening or watching, where can they find you if they've never seen a video of yours before? Obviously we'll link it all in the description wherever you're listening or watching. But just tell them as well. So I am on YouTube. I try to be. Um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter and everywhere it's Leonie Joyce L-E-O-N-I-J-O-Y-C-E unfortunately though my Twitter got deactivated so for now it's Leonie Joyce and then edits at the end of the day. everything else is exactly the same yeah. Leonie thank you again for coming on thank you for having everyone me everyone listening and watching this has been the Penny's Pants podcast and this has been Behind the Creator which is the series where we get behind the nitty gritty of amazing people who've created amazing things so if you've enjoyed this, make sure you follow us wherever you're listening and watching because there'll be plenty more that came from. And we'll see you again next week for your normal Penny's Pounds podcast episode. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>